Hey everyone. So this episode of the podcast is going to be a little bit short. Um, we had recorded about 35-ish minutes of great content, and uh, then when I went to check the time on the laptop, I <laughs> discovered that I had forgotten to hit record. So that was fun. Um, we continued this discussion uh, for another 20-ish minutes here just so that we could have something, you know, to put on the Spotify. Um, but definitely go to YouTube, uh, at One Long Conversation on YouTube, and we are going to be posting the full-length video that we recorded of the whole podcast so that you can hear what it was that we were talking about. It was a really powerful discussion. Um, you know, so definitely check that out as well. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, and thank you for listening. Okay, now we're recording. Okay, so we're going to continue this for the just the audio podcast and the videos are still going. The videos got all of whatever, however long that mm -hmm. was. I'm guessing that's at least like a half an hour. Mm -hmm. But <clears throat> what I want to get into and I want to dive into more, and let's just dive into this more since we're going to be putting this on just audio only podcast platforms. <clears throat> What I want to dive into more here is we're talking about accepting your personality. We're talking about getting comfortable with yourself. And you just relayed an amazing story about learning about these more intense aspects of your personality from a very young age. And I'm catching up all of our audio podcasters on this, if, and if you want to see the first part of this, go to our YouTube channel, One Long Conversation on YouTube, so that you can see the first part that we totally messed up and didn't record that part on the audio. What I want to go into here more, because what, what I touched on is <clears throat> when I've been hearing the feedback in my life from a very young age, and Colby, just you just shared the feedback that you were getting when I put out into the world the extremes of my personality in the past, I didn't like it. And what we just touched on earlier that I want to get in the recording is you can change your personality. And here's a little piece that I want to touch on. As an astrologer, when people come to me for a consult or it just comes up in my sessions, if we're talking about astrology and their chart, people ask me, can you change your astrology? You can't change the latitude and longitude of where you're born. You cannot change the progressions. You cannot change the transits. But what you can change is how you behave through them, how you express them. So my hearing in my life that you're so intense. Yeah. You know, I love, oh, here's a really great component to that. Deborah Silverman. Mm. Love that astrologer. Love her. If you guys have not heard Deborah Silverman, please go to oh, Deborah. She's great. Go to Deborah Silverman. We love Deborah Silverman. She's a fellow Gemini for me. She's a Libra rising moon in Aries. She is 
brilliant, amazing. I would love to guest or have her as a guest on our podcast. I would love to guest on her podcast as well. Um, the I Don't Believe in Astrology podcast is her podcast. I got to plug her because <laughs> that's such a good name. It is such a great name. And I listen to that podcast. I'm one of the subscribers. Love her. She she's so funny when she's, you know, and she's and she likes to speak in third party. You know, oh, said the Gemini. <laughs> you know, oh, you talk too much, said the Gemini, or the astrologer, said the astrologer. Well, when she talks about people coming to her as well and asking her, can I change my astrology? Can I change my chart? You can't change your chart, but you can change how you express different aspects of yourself. She also has been on a long journey and has, has came to it. And I don't know how many years ago she came to this, but I heard her talking about this on her podcast and just on her Instagram and her YouTube channels that I listen to and I watch that she lear- she's learned to love the Gemini in her. She's learned to love the moon in Aries. She's learned to love that her Mercury and Taurus needs to control things in the communication realm. She's, she's learned to love all these different aspects of herself and celebrate them. I have also learned to love these things about myself. When people say, oh, you're Gemini. Oh, you're two-faced. Somebody's got to be two-faced. Mm-hmm. That's how source wants to learn through me. You know, you make you 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 poke fun at it. You you bring the humor into it. And I've learned to do that when people. So here's where it comes in when when people say to me, you're so dramatic. Well, Deborah Silverman would would say (laughs) if she had my chart. Well, my God, I mean, Jupiter, 29 degrees in Leo. Of course, you're going to be dramatic. Yeah, there's no way to get out of that. Yeah. So. You know, do the best with it. I mean, let's look at Robin Williams and how over the top that man was. But he banked on it. Totally celebrated it. He ran with it. He took an extreme aspect of his personality and learned to touch the masses with the extremes of it. Extreme humor, extreme over the top drama, extreme manic and then extreme depressive by winning Oscars with that extreme depressive of being so sad that that water trine and his first sun rising and moon in all the water signs. And he learned to take that and go, I'm going to bring in the full dramatic spectrum of the human emotion. And I'm going to bring that to humans because everybody can relate to this. I've learned to do that with my personality. I talk a lot. I am walking Mercury. Mercury rules my chart. I'm the oracle and I'm the dramatic oracle and I'm the diarrhea of the mouth oracle and I'm the intense sun. Jupiter 29 degrees in Leo in the whole sign system in the 12th house. I can use that in order to bring brightness into healing and into generational healing, into religion, which goddess knows religion so needs that. Um, you know, I, this is so to celebrate my personality instead of going, oh my gosh. She's a Libra. Why can't I be more like her? Because I'm not a Libra. Mm. I only have South Node in Libra. It's mm. not very dominant. Mm-hmm. It gets overshadowed by all the other aspects. Nor is it supposed to be dominant. No. So learning to accept that I'm huge. I talk like an Italian person. I'm very loud and I use a lot of hand signals. Uh-huh. It's just the way I am. I like having a lot of big inflection when I talk. I talk loud. I have a loud voice. I have a strong tone. I can come. Here's the big one. I'm going to look at the camera when I say this. I can be intimidating. 
<laughs> I've heard that. Oh, you intimidate her. Really? Do I? What's intimidating about me? Oh, you're so self-assured. Oh, is that it? My intimidation is because I'm self-assured. It's pretty crazy, isn't it? (laughs) So to learn to laugh about yourself, it took me a long time to do that. And I used humor as a wonderful tool to share with the world. Yeah, this is my personality. I was created by source to be Overly expressive to see what that feels like. What kind of knowledge can I get from being overly expe- expressive, from being loud, from being extreme, from being too giving, mm-hmm. from being super. I'm a very nurturing person to the point where I'm like almost, you know, I'm I'm enabling. And it's like I have to learn how to not be enabling by, OK, let's, I'm going to stand here and watch you fall on your ass. How did that feel for you? I mean, I did that with all three of you. You know, I would <laughs> I mean, you're the one who came in and you come running down the driveway in the townhouse and you're like, mommy. And this is when Mars was Marissa. You better come. Marissa needs your help. What's going on? She's she's stuck in the tree. And here's Mars hanging by the right forearm like this and he's got the big eyed look and it's just looking at me and like almost no expression like. I'm fucked. Would you please come and get me? And I literally, in the tree, you can't, it's not an easy tree to climb up. And I literally, I go up and I literally go underneath Mars and I'm like lifting Mars up and I'm like, okay. And I'm like holding Mars's weight and I'm like, we're not going to the hospital today. Mommy doesn't have insurance. (laughs) And I'm literally like slipping. Mars's forearm up out of the V wedge between the the, the thing and Mars is like Mars is because Mars did not cry really uh-huh. easily like that and I'm like oh honey Mars is like <laughs> I said mommy's got you you know and I carry Mars down into the house and immediately ice arnica and homeopathic pellets in the mouth and that's when Mars and I'm like I'm looking at Mars and Mars is like big eyed and that's when I'm like it's okay I've got you mommy's got you and then it's like <gasps> Yeah, I know. I mean, all of those things, those are those are characteristics of you want to fall on your butt. Well, this is what's going to happen. And then I, and then, you know, and I didn't say to Mars after that, OK, you fell on your ass. Literally, you almost broke your ulna and your radius bones and your forearm. Don't do that again. I never did that to you guys. Don't do that again. What did I say to you? I would say you're going to climb up the tree again. Mm. Be more aware Mm. of how you climb up the tree, how you got there, and be more aware of how you're going to get down safely because we don't have any medical insurance and I'm not taking you to the hospital. I always did that with you guys. Okay, you're going to you're going to continue to go on your scooter down this long, steep driveway and you're going to continue to slam into the garage I'm not going to tell you not to do that because you're, you're a kid. You're going to continue to do it because it's fun until you slam your head in the garage. Just don't get a concussion while you're doing that. How can you go down the driveway and land in a different way? Can you put a bunch of cushions outside? And you would say to me, can we bring cushions outside? Sure. You can bring cushions outside. And you would say to me, oh, I didn't know we could bring cushions outside. Of course you can. We have cushions, but I thought those were supposed to be nice. We have a house full of kids. We can buy new cushions. Go bring the cushions outside. That was the kind of parent I always was. Go bring the cushions outside. And then you were like to, you know, to Mars, let's go get the cushions. Okay. And then that, like, then it was a way for you guys to have a lot of fun and still be safe. And 
then I could continue to make dinner in the house without going, oh my God, now the kids are in here and they'd rather be outside playing. I always found some sort of solution to the issue, but I would say to you, be more aware when you're doing it so that you don't hurt yourself and you can still have fun in the process of doing something that's maybe a little bit dangerous. I would never, Mars always wanted to hang around on that steel handhold of the cement steps going down into the street. And Mars fell back and, or fell forward and smacked the forehead so badly on that at age four. And I literally picked Mars up and Mars was just like in shock, had a slight concussion and a goose egg. And again, ice, homeopathy, Arnica, Montana, all of that. And then I didn't say to Mars, don't go back out there on the handrail. I knew because when I was Mars's age, I was going to go back out there on the handrail. I was the one who's climbing the roofs. I was the one who's climbing the top of the tree. I'm not going to tell you guys not to do those things. Instead, I'm going to be like, how can you sit on top of that handrail and take care of yourself better? Mm-hmm. How could you be safer with that? Mm-hmm. And it's interesting when I told, when I gave Mars permission to do that, Mars was like, I don't think I want to go on that yeah. again. <laughs> yeah. So my... I noticed that ways of, and I'm mentioning all of this stuff because I noticed that the ways that I could work with my own personality, I didn't want to restrict my personality. That never feels good for me to restrict my personality. But I I learned through self-love that I wanted to facilitate for others, especially my loved ones, that I was going to use my personality in a way that would offer fun and solutions. And, I, and then I noticed that when I did that, tweaking my personality, when I did that, not only did you guys have more fun, but it made me feel better. Mm. And so when you're talking about your school years and fighting kids, which wasn't very often, but, it, but when you did, it was a big deal. It cemented itself in my memory for sure. It cemented itself in your memory that violence is definitely not a path that you want to go down. And you got that example at home mm-hmm. and you got that example in school mm-hmm. and you got that example with your friends, mm-hmm. which is a very Aries lesson. Mm-hmm. Very Aries. I also had the same lesson. And mm-hmm. also Pluto and Sag. Pluto and Sag will do it. I have an Aries stellium mm-hmm. in some of the harder, more detrimental planets in the eighth house, house of death and taxes. I had to learn from a very young age when we were made fun of for being preacher's kids. I was very small. I had a very small body and people underestimated my size with my strength. My sister was the victim. They picked on her. She was larger than me physically. She did not have a strong spirit at all, which is why she succumbed to non-smokers lung cancer forever ago. I found that I had this massive temper and a level of impatience that would put a cow down. And I was like, I didn't like that. I did not like that at all. But I learned to use my fierceness as a way to help the victim. Mm Mm-hmm. I was almost like set up by universe to see my sister as the victim in how to help her. And in the early years, I would use violence in order to help her. I learned that that didn't work very well. 
I didn't like the way it made me feel that I had to jump on kids' backs and beat the heck out of them. And they were shocked. I was like a horse fly that was just attacking them. Um, I didn't like that feeling. I was. I was. They they never saw me coming. It wasn't a lot. Same with your situation. Never heard anyone compare themselves to a horse fly. (laughs) I was like attacking and relentless. And I've shared with you so many times, I have been attacked too many times physically in this life. And I have said to universe, no more. Nobody's attacking me anymore. I don't need to be attacked. But when I have been attacked, something happens. And I become a superhero. And it's, I get very fierce. I become very, very masculine. And I become very defensive. And my body becomes a weapon. And this body has never been raped. This body has never been killed. It's been attempted. And it's never happened. Because there is this relentless power that comes out. I have learned through those experiences that I don't need to go there anymore. I've learned through those experiences that that is not necessary for me to have a happy life. And so I have decided that I'm going to focus on the more joyous aspects of my personality, laughter and fun and social connection and the ability to bring people together and the drama in a fun way. I have learned and selfless service and helping people being empathic and empathetic, being understanding, facilitating a space for people in order to feel safe. Those are aspects of my personality, creating structure for you three and other people's children. Cause I was a nanny for a long time before I had you kids creating a safety structure for others. These are the things in my personality that I've brought out. And I'm sharing all of this because we can change our personalities. We can focus on the most positive aspects of our personalities. And we can become very conscious and make conscious choice to put out the most loving aspects of ourselves because the rewards of that are beyond what we can even imagine. Thank you so much uh, to everyone who listened to this week's episode of the podcast. Uh, feel free to check us out on Instagram at One Long Conversation to get some updates on our future episodes, our future content. Um, you can also follow us on Patreon and become a member. We have a lot of interesting and awesome perks and uh, cool ways to connect with us and, and our community that we're forming there. So go over to Patreon uh, at One Long Conversation. And you'll find us there. Um, we also have these episodes going out on YouTube now. So if you go to YouTube yet again at One Long Conversation, uh, you will find video versions of these episodes. Um, so yeah, thank you so much. We'll see you next time.